0: Hello, everybody. This is Blake with the Science of Personality podcast, and the following is a live in person interview Ryan and I conducted in Boston while attending the 2023 Society for Industrial and Organizational Psychology Annual Conference. We hope you enjoy this special episode, and we'll be back next week with another fun and informative full length episode. Cheers, everybody.
1: People are the most consequential and dangerous forces on earth. Well personality psychology is about the nature of human nature. It's about people. And wouldn't that be useful to know? It seems to me I can't I can't think of a more important problem.
2: You're listening to the Science of Personality podcast, brought to you by Hogan Assessments, the global leader in personality assessment and leadership development since 1987. Your hosts are Hogan Chief Science Officer and world-renowned personality psychologist, Dr. Ryan Sherman, along with Hogan PR Manager and resident storyteller, Blake Lepp.
0: Hello, everybody. This is Blake with the Science of Personality Podcast. I'm here joined by my co-host, Chief Science Officer at Hogan, Dr. Ryan Sherman. Hello, hello. And we're also joined by Jason Blair, Managing Partner of Goose Creek Consulting, also a member of the Hogan Coaching Network, and uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about succession planning, especially you know if you uh, pay any attention to uh, what's going on on HBO, you th- can see that it's kind of a hot topic right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but Jason, I'm, I'm curious to learn more about this uh, in the real world. So. Tell us a little bit about how you approach succession planning with your clients. Absolutely.
1: But first, Blake, thanks for having me on. I think this is the third time you guys have had me on, (laughs) so you clearly, absolutely uh, are looking for punishment. So (laughs) I I will do my best. So, your question was about succession planning, succession management. I like to call it management because it's really not about planning, it's about managing the process of developing uh, not just your, I mean, developing all of your employees, not just your leaders, so they're able to step in other roles and organizations are able to get the greatest, I think, investment for those hiring dollars that they bring in through really either A, developing talent. Um, for certain roles or recognizing that certain people that they may think should be in certain roles because we know, you know, one of the most expensive mistakes a company can make costing them millions of dollars is to hire the wrong C-suite executive. So it's on both ends. It really, and it also, I mean, as somebody who's a coach, it'll lead to more fulfillment for the employees and the leaders themselves to end up in the right role. So, my general approach is to look at it uh, from the lens of managing it through your entire talent life cycle and sort of starting with the idea of when you're very early in your career that there should be some career planning that exists, that that should be a part of every organization's work and development and that you're also identifying leaders. And one of the uh, high potential leaders, one of the things that we know, right, both uh, we see it in assessment data results, we see it all in uh, job performance evaluations, is that a lot of the people who are the considered high potential leaders are actually really, really good at getting attention, not necessarily effective at being leaders. And, you know, I saw this graph recently, it basically said that 90% of emergent leaders, the ones who got the attention, were not really effective as leaders. And what succession management can really do is it can help you sort that and identify who in that group you need to uh, develop, but also it can find those hidden gems too. It can find those leaders who are highly effective but don't dance on the table and you're not going to get their attention. Um, And I think I didn't even really answer your (laughs) question fully. (laughs) But, you know, one of the primary ways that we do it is through assessment programs, um, assessing leaders, sort of looking at them as a whole person, looking at their job experience, looking at their behavioral competencies. So those are the measurable, observable behaviors that other people can see. But then also looking under the surface of their personality and their values. And what we'll usually do is build a profile for the role. What is the like ideal set of characteristics you would want in a certain role? And then we assess against those to identify, hey, what's going to be hard for this person in this job? What's going to be good for this person in the job? What would we recommend and what development would we recommend with it?
2: Well, I, I love that term, succession management. Uh, I, I think it's, it is a much better way of thinking about the, this topic of Know, how, how, how are we planning for the future, right? So, so uh, it's not just um, you know who's you know who's next up in line, which I think a lot of people think that's what succession planning is. This, you know, determining okay, this person's next, this person next. But uh, sort of succession management is much more of this holistic approach to the organization, saying you know where are we going, not just next, but beyond that, and 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 and. Like you said, Jason, who are these people that might be hidden gems that we might we might be looking over? And to me, I think uh, that the real way to get at that is, is through assessment. We know, of course, that the emergent leaders are going to stand out. They're going to stand out in meetings. They're going to stand out on calls. They're going to stand out in conferences. Um, and how to find those people who are actually might be really effective that aren't standing out as much and, and, of course, doing coaching around that too because, in fact, sometimes to, to get those people into leadership roles, they do need to work on standing out a little bit more. Yep. So so I really love this this approach, this succession management approach. Is that a term that you came up with? or
1: I, It's just the way that I generally have always approached it. I heard the way, you know, in the industry they talk about succession planning and I think what it does is it narrows our view. To what you're talking about, yeah. just a list. But we're really managing a giant system, you know, and to sort of jump off your point, it's not just your internal people that you're looking at. Part of your succession management is looking outside your organization. So that's where, again, assessments become really important because you have that job profile, that ideal job profile that no one will ever perfectly match. But um, within that, You know, you can look at, one of the things that we do in succession management, we look at the competencies that are critical to success, we look at the key factors, um, and then we go out and we look at the data that tells us what's the supply on the marketplace of those competencies and how hard are they to develop. Because if they're really hard to develop and they're really in high supply in the marketplace, we should... Look to hire right? right. If they're very easy to develop and they're in low supply in the marketplace, we really have to think about it through a completely different lens. Uh, Like maybe we work on some real hard internal development. So it really is about managing the whole company's view of, uh, you know, uh, succession.
2: Yeah, I, I love that. That way of thinking about it. I've never thought about the twist of maybe I'm just naive, stupid, unaware, whatever it is. Uh, but like this, this notion that you know, for every competency that you can really think about it as there's a marketplace for that competency, right? And there's some supply uh, and then there's also the trainability, right? And certain competencies may be more or less trainable. And you can just imagine a grid putting yep. all these competencies on a grid and going, okay, how difficult is it, is it to find this one? How difficult is it to train this one? Um, I and literally really have that, that grid. That's awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. I, I love that approach to to succession management. Yeah.
1: And we look at it at a career level, right? Because early career, you know, there's certain competencies that are, you know, in low supply, but later in career because yeah. they're easier to develop, they get there. And another great thing about looking at it through that lens is you then know also the intervention that you need to use. Right. Because we know, for example, like a competency that is in low supply, um, but is very difficult to develop is organizational savvy. Really understanding and navigating a and a training course is not going to help you on right. that. It's not going to figure it out because not only that, it's, it's very difficult and it has to do with the context of your own organization. So we know in that ki- situation, coaching makes sense. But if you're looking at communicating more effectively, I'm sure a coach could help you do it. But you know what? An online course is probably going to be a more effective investment. So that's kind of like we use it through that whole process to to help. You know, and we do the same thing when we're hiring, you know, when we make a recommendation, you should, you know, we recommend hire with this development. I have yet to write a report that didn't say with this development. So. Well, Jason.
0: One more question before we let you go here. Do you watch Succession?
1: I do. I love it, actually. I'm kind of sad that Logan's gone, but I'm sure... Spoiler (laughs) alert. I'm sure... Sorry, guys. Uh I'm sure by the time we release this, I I think people should know, and it'll be a fair amount of time. I have a feeling even though Logan died, he's going to be with us for the rest of the season. You know what's really funny, guys? So with Succession... um, You know, I used to be a reporter at the New York Times, as you guys know, um, and covered, you know, the Fox empire back in the 2000s. And Lachlan Murdoch, who's one of his sons, was the publisher of the New York Post at the time. James, his other son, was working for Sky News or some British. Succession is not an exaggeration, is all I can say. (laughs) No. No. Uh, okay. I said one last question. <laughs> Even to the daughter. <laughs> right? Elizabeth Murdoch. All right. I
0: said one last question, but now I'm eating it. Okay. Bold prediction. Who ends up on top of the throne in succession?
1: None of them. I like it. I like it. Man. I like it. What? None of them. So, um, no. I, let me throw out thanks for having me on. I really sure. appreciate it. It's always great to see you. This is the first time I think we've all sat down in yeah, person right. you know? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know always enjoy the podcast think it's fascinating it has great impact it's a great tool that we actually use have I ever told you guys that we share it with people to make different points well, that's awesome in development or well, learning about things well we so.
0: appreciate that and, and Jason what do you before we let you go, why don't you tell the uh, the audience a little bit about the podcast
1: that you... Oh, I totally forgot. So I started uh, in February a podcast on psychology in the workplace. Um, and uh, I think Ryan's been a guest on it mm-hmm. twice already. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about sort of the history of modern leadership in one and then sports and athletics and what we can learn about leadership from that. But we're covering all sorts of topics from, you know, uh, mental health in the workplace, uh, you know, uh, how attachment affects us when it comes to change. And this week we have somebody on about people analytics and all sorts of wild stuff. But we're just looking to have, I think, a similar kind of impact uh, that you guys are already having on your podcast. So thank you uh, for the shameless plug. And thanks for having me on again.
0: (laughs) Well, everyone, be sure to check out, uh, if you're already listening to the Science of Personality podcast, don't uh, don't miss... Uh, your it's, chance to it's to start, Silver Linings, yeah, handbook, silver linings podcast. handbook Podcast <laughs> right. so uh, Jason thanks thanks for joining us and uh, enjoy your rest of your time outside. absolutely thanks, thanks guys Jason.
2: this has been the Science of Personality podcast brought to you by Hogan Assessments you can access all podcast episodes on our website thescienceofpersonality.com or on the streaming service of your choice see you next time